Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Republicans on the Ways and Means Committee unveiled 700 more pages of IRS whistleblower material, which they say shows the DOJ's mishandling of Hunter Biden's case and raises questions about Joe Biden's involvement. The very existence of this file makes it abundantly clear that IRS investigators were concerned there was in fact a connection between Hunter Biden's global influence peddling, Joe Biden, and official U.S. government activity. Let me do one of the news headlines you're going to hear a bunch of times today if you follow the news. Republicans began an impeachment inquiry today despite no evidence that Joe Biden was involved in his son Hunter's business dealings. So more information came out yesterday. I, I'm going full, I don't even want to call it a conspiracy theory because that makes it sound like it might not be true. It's clearly true. But the 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 Justice Department just flat out has tried to hide from people the fact that there's so much information out there indicating the president was involved in Hunter's business situation and he might be dirty. This might be one of the worst examples of covering up something in our nation's history. I would agree completely. Yeah, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's connecting the dots of the very clear evidence. The latest texts to come out uh, have to do with Hunter 
uh, badgering his uncle James. And, and James Biden is left out of these discussions too often. I believe he is probably the point man, not the point man, but like the uh, the pivot man. He's the, the guy behind the scenes who actually runs the enterprise. But um, Hunter is begging uh, Jim James to help him get money out of dad because Hunter's completely out of money and he can't pay his alimony or anything like that in spite of the many millions of dollars that he'd made overseas. He'd run through all of it. And what becomes clear in the course of the text messages and their conversation, especially when you combine it with past uh, messages like at least you don't have to give dad 50% of your income like I do, blah, 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 is that the family's finances were absolutely intertwined for years in complicated ways and that they all drew from uh, the pool of incoming money. And at times, Hunter had to pay his dad lots and lots of money uh, to cut him off his share, and at times when he'd screwed up, he wanted some of that money back. It's it's absolutely clear that the family finances were family finances. I'm not a joke. <laughs> I'm really I'm really concerned though that nothing's going to come of this. That the um, media blackout that's been going on since October of 2020, when the laptop first appeared, not allowing this to get air. Uh, the fact that WAPO, New York Times, various other news organizations aren't working their magic to try to uncover more information on that. I just don't I'm just afraid it's not going to go anywhere. And then Joe Biden will end up stepping down because he's too old or whatever, and then it'll just go away. But he's been, I, been he's been running this crime family thing for years. I think the uh, interest of the corrupt corporate media in covering this story is directly inverse to the likelihood that Joe Biden is running against Donald Trump. At the moment, it becomes clear that Biden is not running, and I think this will be a factor in his not running. Um, At the moment that it becomes clear he's not running, the media may all of a sudden say, oh, yeah, it's pretty clear what was going on here. As uh, Gavin Newsom becomes the candidate or, uh, or uh, Josh Shapiro or whomever. But, yeah, it's it's not like this is difficult to understand. You've got, you know, the more than $20 million coming into the family coffers and their associates from Ukraine, Russia, and Kazakhstan and China. You have bank records showing a Romanian oligarch paying a million dollars to nine different Biden family members. Now, unless they were running a, like, I don't know, like a, a, some sort of entertainment troupe, like they're the Osmond Brothers or the Jackson Five or something like that, it's difficult to understand why a corrupt Romanian oligarch is spreading a million dollars around to nine Biden family members. Right. Oh, there's the $4.8 million from Chinese government-linked CEFC Energy between 2017 and 2018. Remember that the wire transfer listed Joe Biden's house, his home address, as the uh, the key address in the transaction. So uh, it's an absolute willful cover-up by the media um, and the Justice Department. You're right. It is a monumental scandal in American history. Whether it ever gets the attention it deserves in these bitterly cynical partisan times i do not know i know in 1972 the washington post would have been all over this in spite of their liberal leaning even at the time it's a huge political story it's gigantic but not during these tribal times i just saw on the tv u2 i didn't hear this u2 setting up residency in vegas they're going to do one of those we play you know Every night, all week long type of deals where you make so much money. but uh, And you don't have to schlep around the country. 
Right. And your stuff's all set up. You don't have to do a sound check probably every night and all that. Um, I might actually go to that. I've never seen you two live. And I would assume doing the Vegas thing, they're not pushing their new album or something. They're just playing the hits people want to hear. Oh, uh, yeah. I would like that show. Yeah, I'd I might take my show. kids. That'd be a good first concert for the kids. You two in Vegas. That'd be fun, huh? What? No? What? I'll, I'll bet it's pretty spectacular. I'll bet it is, They too. have, you know, over the last... 20 years of their 75-year career, um, really enjoyed bombast and, uh, and light shows and the rest of it. They are looking old, though. Bono oh, yeah. Bono is an old man. Uh, like we were talking about Bruce Springsteen earlier, who canceled his tour dates because his uh, health has gone sideways on him, which happens at some point. He's just He's got to give up the short-sleeve, rolled-up, tight jeans thing I'm a dock worker riding my motorcycle home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I might get in a bar fight as soon as this is over. Nah. Yeah, I'm reminded of Robert De Niro in that ridiculous last <laughs> Scorsese movie where he was hobbling around pretending to kick guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got some AI news for you. A couple of new developments that are either awesome or will frighten the bejesus out of you. So that's cool. One one more Bruce Springsteen note, if I might. And I have tremendous respect for Bruce as a songwriter. Uh, I'm a huge fan of his music. I have been since I was a wee lad. I couldn't grow a proper mustache. Um, but the, the weird, he's become an institution and, and everybody worships him and he's a flaming liberal. That's fine. I can put up with that. A lot of musicians are. But his nickname, The Boss, always thrown around affectionately by the media dip S's who, you know, were small children when he was first making hits. <clears throat> you know why they called him The Boss? It's because the E Street Band are his employees. They're not buddies who grew up on the streets and came up and formed a band and fought against the odds and all. There's some element of that. He owns everything. He wrote everything. He gets all the money. He pays them salaries. They're probably pretty darn good salaries for touring musicians. They've probably done okay. But they call him the boss because he's the effing boss. He's their boss. And they don't dare talk back or they'll be fired. That's why his nickname is The Boss. And back in the 70s, when the articles came out and his nickname is The Boss, and Bruce said, oh, man, I hate that nickname. I don't want that. Don't call me that. It's because he didn't like people to know he was the corporate head. Anyway, doesn't matter. (laughs) Different ways to structure things. You, too, having listened to the Bono uh, autobiography that came out last year, which is really good, um, they're the opposite. They, They have been... Everything four ways from the beginning. They all take right. the same credit and same money and for ever, absolutely everything. And they have to be unanimous in their decisions on, like, are we going to tour or not? Or is this going to be the album cover? Bono doesn't get more weight than the drummer, whatever his name is. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that, that's another way to, to, to function. It's simple. Yeah, that, they love each other. I'm not saying that's one's what, better than the other. You do whatever you want. But. That's what tore Queen apart. They had an idiotic arrangement. And I've heard Billy Corgan of Smashing Pumpkins talk about the fact that, you know, he wrote everything and he didn't want to share songwriting credit. So he's a zillionaire and everybody else in the band is living in, you know, 2,000 square foot apartments. Really? Yeah. That's what tore that band apart. So if you're a youngster in a band, don't worry about it. You can't make any money these days anyway. (laughs) Do whatever you want. (laughs) Um, Artificial intelligence. A couple of interesting stories for you, among other things, on the way. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And what you've got, I honestly, every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumber for what you say. Last debate, he said we were all bought and paid for. I can't imagine how you could say that knowing that you were just in business with the Chinese Communist Party. We opened a subsidiary in China. But you know what I did that was different than every other company? We got the hell out of there. That's just wrong. And let's just get real here. My plan will get the job done. You literally Bring it, put $50,000 on <laughs> curtains and a $15 million subsidized location. Next. You got bad information. They were there before I even showed up at the residence. Okay, here's the one I wanted. This clip. This gives you an idea of what the debate was last night. You said by people. If I may finish, you can't be on both sides. Gentlemen, you'll have your turn. One of the challenges we should have a focus on the issues that matter. We know we did business in China. Everybody knows that. If I may address. Focus on holding Joe Biden accountable. That's what we need to be I actually agree with Ron DeSantis. speak at the same time? No one can understand Exactly. So if I may. If you are God Almighty, first of all, thank you for listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I figured he'd be a country music fan. Secondly, if indeed you're going to cast me into the fiery pit of hell, that would be the soundtrack. That would drive (laughs) me to madness within about a day. (laughs) Hell, an hour. So a couple of AI, particularly chat GPT stories for you. The arms race that is currently going on around AI... This is all in America. We don't actually know what they're doing in other countries, but 
because of the nature of AI, there might not be much going on in other countries. I won't get off on that. But there's quite the struggle going on between Microsoft and Google and uh, Meta, and everybody's vying for the best in open AI, which is where chat GPT comes from. That's what Elon originally was uh, in, in, invested in, and then he got out, and then they took it public and for profit, which he is very disappointed in. Anyway, they rolled out yesterday that chat GPT can now see, hear, and speak, uh, as opposed to um, just you know typing in stuff. So now you can just talk to it or show it pictures or whatever. And they use an example, which if this works, and I'm sure if it doesn't work now, it'll work next year. I mean, all this stuff is going that direction. For instance, uh, hey, my grill won't start. What's the problem? Let me see it. You hold your phone up to it. Oh, that's a you know Black & Decker G42. If it won't start, it's probably one of these three problems. And it'll just wow. tell you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> How awesome will that be? Great. Yeah. In terms of grill repair. I mean, I already, I, so I downloaded the new software for the iPhone, the 17 that just came out. Changed a bunch of stuff that didn't need to be changed. Sometimes I think change is just for change sakes. But, uh, but uh, one new thing that I can do with my phone that I, I, I don't think I could do before is where I'm walking around with my headphones on, I'm listening to a podcast, and I just say, hey, will you tell Henry I'll be there to pick him up to school five minutes late? And then all of a sudden it just texts Henry, my, what I said. Wow. Wow. It's awesome. That's cool. I know. Yeah. I was doing that yesterday. It was, it was awesome. And we've got so much further to go down that road, bringing us to this story, combining the iPhone and chat GPT. Open AI is in talks with an ex-Apple designer to create the iPhone of AI, the iPhone of artificial intelligence. And this guy, Ive, or Ivy, 56-year-old Brit, he is behind the design of the iMac, the iPod, the iPhone, all of your best, biggest, most successful Apple products. He left Apple in 2019 to form something called Love From. It's an independent company. Anyway, he's pairing with ChatGPT, and they're going to try to make an iPhone-like product that is all about utilizing AI and ChatGPT in kind of the Mm. way I was just talking about it, combining that whole, hey, what's wrong with my grill? Look at it. Tell me what's wrong with it. With some of the stuff I was doing on my iPhone yesterday and bringing that all together, which could be awesome. It sounds incredible. It sits uh, cheek bejowl with a piece I read yesterday about the number of guys who are fixated on their virtual girlfriends and uh, have no desire nor means to ever meet a real woman because their virtual girlfriend is understanding never argues with them is also ai gorgeous and pornographic and the rest of it it feels very satan in the garden of eden to me it's so alluring i can't pass up that big juicy apple and then we end up i don't know where it just i mean what you're describing in terms on the positive side is amazing I mean, the, the mind of man, if you forget about the dystopian aspect of it, it's truly astonishing and inspiring that humankind could come up with something like that. I'm just afraid it leads us down the road to, well, I don't know, extinction. Right, and then the military applications in the same way that splitting the atom allows for nuclear power that can cleanly run a city in Europe, not sure. in the United States. We don't do it in the United States. We use... a. Uh, but uh, for instance, because Bruce Springsteen and Graham Nash told us not to in 1978. Great. But you can use f- fission to run most cities in France. You can also blow up Hiroshima with it, or uh, who knows what other city someday. And uh, that's the problem with the AI. Uh, 
So the whole, hey, how do I how do I get my grill to start will not really matter that much if well, it leads to what you were talking about, a dystopian hellscape. Right. On the other hand, then I think humankind has held dominion over the earth for a few thousand years now. We've had a run. Time to give the, the apes a chance or the beavers or I don't know. You're being sarcastic and flip, but you actually sound like the guy who created Google. What's his name? Page. Um, who believes, yeah, you, you shouldn't elevate our species above others. Let's give another one should have a chance. Maybe artificial oh. intelligence to to oh. run the world. I don't actually believe that. I just think that man has invented his doom. That definitely could be. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I've had a good run. You young people, good luck. <laughs> Should have been born who, earlier. Who knows what the road down is going to look like, though, and how long it'll last. I think we got a couple months. It, it could be like a pleasure dome for a long time. Just amazing. And full of uh, wealth for everyone and comfort and exploration and the rest of the Kurt it's over! <laughs> I don't know. You, you could be right that it wouldn't be sustainable, but we would all be in our homes with VR headsets on, enjoying just the most amazing wonders that, of, of whatever kind of pleasure you can imagine. Music, sex, travel, interaction, whatever, video. Uh, but then, you know, society will end because we'll stop reproducing. Yeah. Yeah, but again, the beavers, industrious, hardworking, sleek of fur. Maybe it's time for them to have a chance. <laughs> uh, we do four hours. If you miss an hour or any part of the show, you should subscribe to the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We need to get a good guest on about the whole Amazon, is it a monopoly, United States versus Jeff Bezos lawsuit thing that I find pretty interesting. But I did come across this response from uh, Scott Lincecum, who writes for the Dispatch. Tim Sandifer retweeted it. If your prices are too high, it's a monopoly. If your prices are too low, it's dumping and predatory. If your prices are in the middle, it's collusion. <laughs> That's what happens if you're a company like Amazon. If you wow. were when they were low, because they've got they document this with the various times throughout Amazon's run. When your prices are low, you're predatory. You're driving other people out, and you've got too much power. When they're high, you're obviously screwing people. And when they're right in the middle, you're colluding. Yeah, that's good. That's funny. I've got to admit, I've realized, okay, I need to really dig into this to have an intelligent position on it, and I just haven't. Because um, the uh, the arguments that usually take shape when you're talking about a big, successful company, whether they're actually anti-competitive or not, it's often a little bit in the eye of the beholder. Sure. It's a how much is too much thing, so I haven't really commented on uh, it. But I was intrigued to see Tim Sandifer saying, hey, this is ridiculous. They're trying to bring Amazon down because they're successful. One important thing that should not be meant, uh, should not be left out, I, I was happy to hear NPR brought this up with the guest. This is the woman that wrote her college paper about this and started the whole mess. Won't get off on that. But anyway, the approval rating for Amazon is sky high. Among all kinds of different people of all backgrounds, they love Amazon and feel like it's made their lives better. So you're going to try and come out and tell me that it hasn't or that it needs to go? All right. Well, I think both can be true. Sure, though. they can be. Absolutely could be. Yeah, I mean, uh, when the 800-pound gorilla becomes a 900-pound gorilla and beats up the rest of the gorillas, that's a bad gorilla, Jack. I know you agree with me. So um, speaking of uh, large gorillas, uh, certainly in cable news, Sean Hannity is one. And uh, it was interesting because, you know, an election cycle or two ago, he formed this relationship with Trump that was really uh, mutually beneficial. Sure, absolutely. Uh, And and, uh, beefed up Hannity's ratings, gave great exposure to Trump. Um, Hannity was obviously quite friendly to him. Really interesting. Hannity's new foil, the Jekyll to his Hyde, the Costello to his Abbott, is none other than Gavin Newsom. The liberal, progressive, sick, dishonest uh, governor of California. Works both ways, though. I think it's to Newsom's credit that he realizes this is a good deal for him, too. And it is. Their sparring satisfies both sides, I think, Um, but is gentle enough that neither gets beat up. Right. Well, well, you suppose they have an unspoken agreement about that? They're just two people that are sharp enough to understand the uh, simpatico relationship they've put together here? I think so. I also, yes. Uh, Also, my understanding of it. Don't embarrass me to my people. I won't embarrass you to your people. I think that's entirely possible. Yeah. I remember when Newsom went on the first time, I can't remember what my source was, but somebody made it clear that they had an agreement that it would be gentlemanly. And and Hannity kept to his word. And so Newsom thought, all right, this is cool in a way. Um, so let's uh, let's hear a couple of samples of it. Let's start with clip number 40, Michael. He was just on last night, right? In your mind, you want this. But you have basically gone on a media tour 
sucking up to Joe Biden, and you know he's a cognitive mess. You know it. I also know he's got an extraordinary record oh, to yeah. run on. Really? And I couldn't be more proud. By the way, how's his record on the border? Objectively, he was a winner tonight. No objectively? doubt. Objectively? Yeah, no, no. That's Joe not even, That's not spin. <laughs> These guys identified problems. And Biden actually has not only identified solutions, he's gotten bipartisan deals to begin the process of implementing those. God, I'm intrigued. I want to hear more. Yeah, roll on. Is this border president. secure? The border, we, we all agree we have border challenge. We all agree challenge? We, need to, we need to reform the asylum system. We agree in strong borders. So Democrats he's not successful in securing that. the border. I think the Republican Party is complicit in this as well. You cannot do things. I mean, it's just factual. The There's border was secure under Donald Trump. Oh, that's wildly overstated, but I get your fundamental point. Clearly, the challenges are more acute today. And by the way, I don't need to be educated on this. I have the largest land port in the Western Hemisphere here in the state of California. But I you, don't but you're disagree. So Gavin Newsom gets to introduce himself to a national audience. We know him pretty well because we're based in California, but uh, by being on Fox. But is, does, does he think he'll peel off a certain number of people in the Fox crowd in a general election? Is that what he's hoping for? Or what is his goal here? I think it's possible he thinks that's possible. Um, I also think that those clips are extremely good for him standing up to the bugaboo, the demon, the monster that Sean Hannity is to the left. Right. And there he is sparring with him with reasonable success. Uh, making it sound like, hey, we on the left are very reasonable. We agree with you on strong borders and 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 parrying Hannity's thrusts. It's good for his look on the left. I guess the math works because as I mentioned this yesterday, this is the math in the Republican Party. You've got about a quarter of the Republican Party that's never Trump. They won't vote for Trump under any circumstances. About a, a, a third, because Trump's got between a quarter and a third you know, uh, that will always be with him. But then you've got about a third that, yeah, I'm, I'm pro- you know, I'll vote for Trump if he's the nominee, but I don't have to. I mean, if it's there's another option. So Gavin Newsom might be thinking, if I can make myself not awful enough to that quarter that will never vote for Donald Trump, and they'll think, yeah, he seems like he's all right. It's not my thing. I'm not a Democrat, but wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if he's president. If he could peel off some of that and he gets all Biden's votes, he wins. He absolutely yeah. wins. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely true. Uh, I love this clip because I have been supplied the response to it by one of our favorite journalists. I will not claim credit for her brilliance. Stay tuned. Uh, give us 42, Michael. I'm passing gas station after gas station and gas station. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. Excuse me gouging us oil companies four, are screwing us four dollars a gallon in every other state yeah seven dollars i saw here uh, seven why is yeah. your state nearly $2, twice as much as of today i i've monitored this very close i just did a special session we okay. became the first state in the country to do price gouging legislation with a new monitor just went into effect these oil companies are ripping us off two dollars only ripping off six, california two dollars and six cents this mystery surcharge that they've been advancing for years and years but the average around the country's four took me a little digging but i found it the brilliant katie grimes of the california globe uh wrote this recently as part of her long list of the the problems that afflict Cal Unicornia. She mentions the sky-high energy prices. 
and mentions that Governor Newsom's shakedown of the oil and gas industry, blaming big oil for California's highest in the nation gas prices, ignores the package of sweeping legislation. Those are his words. Last September to achieve statewide carbon neutrality as soon as possible, no later than 2045, by establishing an 85% emissions reduction target, capping oil wells, slowing oil and gas permitting, making it impossible to increase refining capacity and entirely phasing out oil and gas starting in two years making it clear to the oil industry we cannot invest anything in california our refining capacity repairing our refineries all those special blends that we have to introduce multiple times per year we're just gonna we're gonna let it crash into the ground it doesn't make any sense to invest in it so that is one of the reasons that the that the gas prices are high the second reason is the exorbitant taxes by that far you see at the pump more than anybody else the idea that the oil companies have picked one of the 50 states to gouge you know what they won't notice it in california let's just jack up the prices by two dollars a gallon and the suckers will pay it that is idiotic it's childlike well it's utterly divorced from reality anyway getting back to uh, doesn't have the, to be true it just has to work politically well said well said indeed uh let's see let's skip to uh i don't know hansen what what do you want us to play next which should we play 43 i haven't heard these i feel like something's i feel like something's going on here though you know you got newsom and desantis agreeing to that debate that hannity's doing i mean there's some major thing going on with hannity and newsom for profit, and other and than votes. just a, a, a really good symbiotic look at us spar. What do you think? They're in bed together uh, financially? or No, 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 no. I just think they both are just really willing to ride this. They, they, they feel like it's like you said, it's like Hannity and, and uh, Trump was before. Or, or Trump was and Morning Joe up until he started calling Morning Joe a murderer. Um, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what well, it's done. I, it's great from Hannity's perspective. Well, it's great from both of their perspectives. Yeah. As I said, they're both combative enough to be satisfying for their own side. They're both gentlemanly enough to never actually hurt the other one much. And it's just, it, it works for them. Sure. Gavin um, Newsom raised a bunch of money yesterday, I'm sure. Hannity got good ratings. So, yeah, it works for everybody. All right. Here's a little more on the gas stuff. 43. There's no justification. It's not regulation, taxation. Absolute yes. 85 cents. 85 cents, low-carbon fuel standard. How much does California get per gallon for gasoline tax? When you add the gas tax, you add cap-and-trade, and you add the low-carbon fuel standards, and then periodically add, and I'm, pull, I'm being as transparent as I can be, and you add our unique blend, you get a differential around 85 cents. That you can justify, not $2.06. That's okay. where the so oil companies you should are be squeaking. a dollar more and a gallon. If you want to trust the oil companies, I can assure you, these guys don't have your back or the American Let me tell you something. Gavin is skilled at that sort of populist leftist, divorced from the facts. But if you're going to trust the oil companies and everybody says, oh, yeah, oil companies are evil. You can't trust them. Never mind the fact that all this crap is made up. Yeah, the idea that they would charge a dollar more in California, but not in Texas or anywhere else. Hmm. Right. Right. It's hard to understand. It's idiotic. Even with his math, which I'm sure is very generous, 
he comes up with almost a dollar worth of tax more than all the other states per gallon. And he threw in some like carbon credits thing. I don't even know what that is or what that what he was subtracting uh, the there. Cap and trade program yeah. that's going to yeah. save the uh, the whales or the earth or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it's so obvious. Gavin Newsom was on sixty minutes Sunday night. He's on Hannity last night for the biggest the biggest thing in debate. It's all getting set up for Biden to say and step off the stage. I agree completely, uh, uh, completely. So then that's the question before we take a break uh, and finish strong. Uh, does Trump beat Gavin Newsom? No. The only person Trump can beat is Joe Biden. You don't think Trump can beat Gavin Newsom? You no. think all the ads showing the streets full of homeless people? And- um. I, well, I say no, and this deserves more time than we have as I glance at the clock. Um, and, and I'm not underestimating Trump's gifts as a campaigner. They're awesome. I mean, he's so good at it. Um, number one, Gavi is very skilled at spinning away responsibility for the ills of California. Now, the ads write themselves clearly about the bums and the junkies and the drugs and the expense and the rest of it. Um but and I heard some analysis by some pretty smart guys the other day pointing out that the whole memory of the chaos of the Trump years is faded a lot in people's memories. As Barbara Streisand put it so brilliantly, those uh, too painful to remember, we simply choose to forget. And you tend to have a glowing view of your ex or those days or whatever. But the Democratic Party is going to work really, really hard to remind everybody of the chaos of the Trump years and the rest of it. Um, and I just, no, I just, the only person Biden can beat is Trump because he's a terrible candidate, uh, Biden. Uh, and I really think... Trump would be lucky to have Biden run. That's Trump would be lucky to have somebody as weak as Biden run. I'll put it like that. I, I can't tell a future. There are ins and outs of campaigns. Trump could beat Gavin Newsom. I just I wouldn't bet a lot of money on it. Mm. Uh, but I we, fully admit I could be wrong. We'll finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. 
Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. First of all, with the writer's strike over, all your late-night shows are coming back. The Late Night Five. That'd be Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, all back, and then John Oliver's show on HBO last and week's Greg night. Greg Gutfeld on Fox gets higher ratings than any of them, uh, doesn't he? He never went away either, right? He's been on every night. I don't know why. I think so. Why has he been on every night? Does his writers not in the union, or... I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, all those shows are coming back in uh, 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 Monday, and John Oliver will be back Sunday night if you get the HBO. So we'll have more of those jokes to play for you next week that we always bring you, groaners and whatnot. <sighs> don't usually like to end on something serious like this, but this video is unbelievable. So the headline that uh, our friend Tim Sandifer retweeted on it is, what people will do to escape from socialism to capitalism. Have you seen the people crawling through the razor wire to cross the border between Mexico and the United States? It's I've seen some of it. Oh it's man, uh, this one rough. this one that's a two year old mom of oh, a two year old. No. They got big pieces of cardboard they're trying to lay down inside the like razor wire tunnel. To crawl on the cardboard so you don't get all cut up, but the girl kind of snags herself. The little girl snags herself on some razor wire, and mom's trying to get her through, and there's crying. And and the and the bizarreness of it. I mean, this is like it's it's so fantastical. It's like it almost seems like it's got to be a a movie or a Pink Floyd video or something. I mean, how could this be going on? You've got people on one side. On the Mexican side, encouraging the coming through, and then you got people on the American side who are going to help them once they get through. And the Trump administration was held responsible for everything the Border Patrol did. Where's the Biden administration is cutting up little children as they send every message, come in, come in, come in, come in, but then say, you know what, let's throw a little razor wire up there and we'll say, look, we're trying to keep them out. We cut up those little kids. Why are they not being called to account for that? We've set up a dangerous, gruesome obstacle course, and once you go through it, you get to be in the United States. What is that? So crazy. Admit me, chorus, to this history. Who, prologue-like, your humble patients pray, gently to hear, kindly to judge, the final thoughts of Armstrong and Getty. (laughs) That's that's fancy. Well, I'll, I'll bring you the point for my final thought in case the point of that whole thing escaped you. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. There he is, pressing the buttons, our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael, final thought. Yeah, I give the uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift thing maybe 30 days at the most, and I'm going to say that he cheats and becomes the subject of her next song. Mm. 
Yeah. Oh, you che- no. You cheat on her. You, you, you be, pre- be prepared. You're going to have... That a, could be a whole album. You're going to have arenas full of girls <laughs> singing choruses about you. <laughs> Katie Green's our esteemed newswoman. Katie, a final thought? After the dumpster fire that was the debate last night, I have no more thoughts. There you go. I hear that. Oh, man, yeah. No Vulcan mind eraser. Uh, Jack, a final thought? The point of the story being... Either let the people just walk across the bridge if we're going to allow them to come in. Why make them cut themselves up and their kids and sometimes drown? Or actually stop them with a wall or something. Push them back. But this weird, dangerous obstacle course, and if you cut yourself up, you get to come in, is the craziest idea of all. I agree completely. My final thought is Republican Party, fix your debates Fix the way you choose candidates. Act like a political party, you buffoons. And ha- and quit having all the questions asked from a progressive point of view. Amen. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. The hot links are there. The swag is there. Pick up an A&G t-shirt. Welcome to the spicy times. Things are getting weird. They're getting weird fast. Whatever you like. See you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. This is fabulous. And, uh, perhaps you also know that hot dog is my favorite meat. And that, that was not, none of that did not come from a dog. But damn it. Let's not play games with this. This is the United States of America, for God's sake. I shouldn't have to live like this. You keep doing that, we're going to call you Donald Duck. Bro, put the duck back. Honestly, every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumber for what you say. Nessus. Yep. That's enough of that. I thank you. I'm just saying. Have a terrific day. Armstrong and Getty. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.